welcome, 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 welcome back, everybody. Becky left the chat. This is our August 1992 movie podcast. My name is Pat. Hi. I would say that's Jen. We know that's Jen. We've all been here before. Jen, I have very sad news for you. What's that? So, as we do our rewatch, we are always going to end up uh, in one calendar month in the year where a movie wins the Oscar. And this month, we are in that time period, which means we probably should talk about that movie, maybe consider watching that movie. With that being unforgiven, uh, Jen, what's your thoughts on this movie? I think it's a masterpiece. Jen, I asked you for your actual thoughts, not uh, <laughs> you just kind of uh, faking your way through. You think it's a masterpiece? Well, it is a masterpiece. I just don't like Westerns. Bang. Yeah. So this year, in August of 92, Unforgiven was released. It was directed by Clint Eastwood. Starred Clint Eastwood. Mm. Won the best Academy, uh, the Academy Award for Best Picture. How do we feel about movies that are directed and star the same person? Ah, uh, we feel like they're cinematic masterpieces, hence why they were given an Academy Award, Jen. I mean, that's what we think about these films. So, Unforgiven. <laughs> A Western's Western. Wonderful movie. Throwback movie. I don't need to go beat for beat through this movie because I think most people know what this movie is or what it's about. But, Jen, what? give me an overarching view. I think I said all I, I can say about it. It was a movie. Right. That people love. Right. That starred Clint Eastwood. Mm. That I said I said that weird. You did. You kinda you kinda I said that like you're not even <laughs> remotely paying it's attention. Like my mouth stopped working. Old gunslinger, old man with a bad past, comes mm. back, right? Gonna do one more job. Gets hooked into doing this job. The job's against uh, evil man Gene Hackman, but they're all really evil men. Just good stuff. Classy stuff. Amazing Western. I mean, are there any good men in Western, so... That's the point, yeah. though. Is, is when they're done correctly, there really aren't, but yet you just find yourself rooting for the bad guy, right? Because it's just your, it's your bad guy versus another. I think that's maybe probably one of the things that most most people probably really enjoyed about westerns back in the day is that a lot of the characters were just inherently more nuanced right because if it's like oh that's the sheriff and the sheriff just murders people <laughs> you know like just shoots people you know what i mean like it's kind of like they're you know oh, that's the marshal that's going to go out and round up all the bad guys there's there's always it's a thin line between the the you know the marshal and the guy in jail about to be hung. Exactly. Like, there's, like, really a very thin moral line. Very gray, but um, yeah. but gray on its surface, because you kind of got to be, at that time, a little little crazy, a little wild to just be going out and living that kind of existence. I mean, the American West really wasn't, wasn't, wasn't that much time. It was only maybe, like, 20 years or something, but it just seems like it was... Really? Yeah. Really wasn't that long. It just seems like this wild period, and it just really wasn't. 20 years? Yeah, I think it was something like 20 years, yeah. I think it was like right after... Hold on. We have See, technology. like, you know what's weird is that I didn't bring um, a little look behind the curtain here. I don't... I usually have my iPad. Yeah. And I don't have it right now. Um, I have mine, so I'm bringing it up, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. You need to turn off the sound effects on that bad boy. Yeah, well, it just shows that we're trying. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, we're here. We're trying. I mean, wow. Everything else on Wikipedia is working but the American Frontier. Is it almost like we accidentally watched September's movie for August and are now scrambling? Not really. I mean, I think okay. that's kind of what you feel because we. <laughs> I have seen this movie. You just hated Wait, this movie. You've seen this movie multiple times, right? Yes, I've seen this movie multiple times. I, I didn't. Okay, so like full disclosure about this movie is that we are in and have talked about this movie club, right, that we participate in. And we had a whole month. De- yeah. It was a month. It, it was, was a month. Every, so it was eight picked. movies, eight movies dedicated to Westerns. My, which are probably tied for my least favorite genre of movie. So I think Unforgiven was actually the last of the Westerns that we watched. So it, it doesn't matter how good of a movie it was. At oh, yeah, this you point, were I was, I was checked out of Westerns. I think I, the first two we watched, I kind of enjoyed or appreciated. And by Unforgiven, I'm like another gun, another cowboy, another horse. I do not care. And that's not really fair to this movie because this movie was good and, and deserved a chance. It did. You just didn't give it to it. 1865 to like 1895 so like a 30 year 30 years wow is what's considered we're older than the age of the western of of the american west yeah it really wasn't that long that's crazy yeah it was kind of right after the civil war and then it just went until like 1895 kind of around the industrial revolution kind of probably in the same amount of time that it took to actually like create the railroad stuff like we really did a deep dive obviously it's all connected you got the railroad, you get the people going out for the gold rush, you got all that other stuff. That's all like right around the same time. But shit, that would be like everybody romanticizing the 1980s, not like 70s, 80s, and 90s, you know? Just like all that, that time period and just kind of taking the best parts of it and putting it together and just kind of living that. Because so it's only 30 year time period. They just feel so different. Right. But they're not. I guess they all bleed into each other. They do. There, and there seems Obviously, like a natural transition, but the Wild West just seems just so crazy. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes when we're talking about these things from 92, they feel so 90s, and other times they feel so 80s, you ah. know? Because it's early in the 90s, right? I mean, obviously, Unforgiven doesn't meet that criteria because it's a movie about apparently somewhere between 1865 and 1895. Mm-hmm. There were people that were born... Like, back then, let's say in, like, the 1830s. So, they were born in, like, 1830. And they actually were 65. So, they lived in, like, a world before the Civil War that just wasn't, like, the Wild West. Then it was just there. Then it was just gone. It was still... Yeah. And they were like, I'm 60. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's wild. Because that's really what it... I mean, that's kind of what it was. It, I guess maybe, you know, maybe when you look back on it, you think about it, it could almost be similar to, like after the Vietnam War, where then, like, people were just, like, going to be outlaw, like, bike people. Just kind of riding around, doing the same kind of thing. And they're, like, tapping into that spirit. Because this was, it would have been people that would, were served in, in the Civil War that then, like, bounce out. Yeah. You and know. just go out west. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to make me sound so ignorant. But I don't, I don't think I knew that. Until we started, we actually watched these movies that this was all a byproduct of the Civil War. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was just American past stuff. I didn't realize it was all tied together. And um, It's wild. Yeah. American history is not my strong suit. So. Well, the main thing about American history is that it's uh, 
you know, and again, to go into this kind of movie to kind of show it and what makes it such an amazing movie is that it's timeless. Like you could just turn this, it, you, it, o- like, it almost feels like the movie could have been made in 1970 and the movie could be made right now. It's going to still look the same, right? Because yeah. it's going to look the same because it's a period piece. Maybe slightly better effects and stuff, you know. But you don't even need them because I think that's the whole point. Right. A lot of this is dark. It's like at night. Yeah, no, you're right. It was very dark. When they're going on the rainstorm. It's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. But... No, and it, wa- it, it was shot really well, and it really made you feel despair. <laughs> like, I remember just feeling like it was fucking dark. Like, yeah. the story was rough. All of it. It just felt really... Rape, murder. Not yeah, great. Great stuff. You know, it's one of those things, you know, it's just even talking about it. And seeing it, and like you said, thinking about it in those contexts, like, oh, it's coming out of the Civil War, it's coming out of this, it's coming out of that. It's like, that's all America's ever been, though. Everything just comes out of a conflict, and then there's a short period after. And it, and, and I think maybe it's because it's America's so... That's possible. It's just because America's so young. And maybe it's uh, kind of heritage, you know? Because you think about something like England, and you're like, things have gone on like this probably periods of time over there for hundreds of thousands of years, but just... You know, you don't... Because re- it's just a country that's had so much history that you don't remember it. But all of this is like, oh, yeah, so 30 years after this crazy war, this thing happens. Then 30 years, this yeah. thing happens. You know, it's all kind of like... Right. And also, like... Conflict. In the grand... Yeah. And in the grand scheme of things, like, not that long ago. No. Like, the, you know... Uh, that's why. 150 years ago. Like, right. it's not really that long ago when you really think about it, Um, you know couple generations and that's it and then you're here like i found out today that my grandpa was born in 1911 right so that would make him born like 20 years after not even after the wild west existed that's crazy like that's wild his parents probably you know knew the remnants of whatever it was like it's what the whole thing's yeah the whole that whole circle is wild Right. But again, that's what happens. Sometimes there's these lulls and then huge periods of innovation. Well, tell me what tell me what you really liked about this movie. What I liked about this movie the most is I like how it had every element of what you want in a, in an, an old west adventure. So it had like the old gunslinger, right? Cuz you always want to you want to kind of root for somebody that you know off the bat. Like they don't look like they don't look like they can beat everybody up, right? They don't look like the Incredible Hulk or something. So we're right? talking about Clint. Right. You want a guy that you're like, yo, if that guy's got nothing to lose and goes out, like he's got the skills. He could do it. He's done it. Like this, He could do it. And you want to root for him, even though he's fucking terrible. You're like, I want to root for him because he's an old, older guy. Old guy. Maybe this is his last ride. Brings on Morgan Freeman, you know... Then it's like Gene Hackman just plays the perfect corrupt sheriff. Especially when they show him like just trying to build his house and like fix his house. And like yeah. he's trying to do that. Yeah. But he's also, you know, like he's a person. And they really humanize him. I think they humanize him just as much as they humanize Clint Eastwood. Like they make the two characters really be like, they're both shitheads. They're both really bad dudes. It just so happens you're watching the story from his point of view and rooting for him in that moment. Right. Because it's like Clint Eastwood talked about how he did fucked up shit before. So it's, it's really cool. It gives you those, like, elements of, like, there's a deep backstory that's occurred here, and you only get to see, like, one part. You see the it. parallel between, yep. you know, 
You get to a see good guy and a bad guy, but it's only because of perspective. Exactly. It's and not you, really a good guy, bad guy. Either this... guy's the protagonist if you're watching their point of view. And they're both pretty shitty protagonists. Not shitty. You know what I mean? Like Because, cause like, the best part about a good Western or really about any sort of good, I think, good movie is when it's able to not rely on the ending of the story and the beginning of the story. Right? You're just here. Clint Eastwood could have been the worst dude. And then this was like one moment that through his lens appears redeeming, but it never, he was really just terrible. Just like, oh, it's another string of terrible things this person did. Yeah, but they do humanize him and you do. Right. You know, care about his character. 100%. And that's what makes the movie amazing. Because you don't care about anything that he did before or really anything that will come from him after this. You just care to be in this moment with this character. When they give you that. Right. You know, and they don't need to give you too much else. It's so good. And for it being a Western, it's like, if I have to watch one Western, I'll choose that one. It, gives, it hits all the things. I mean, I'm choosing Star Wars, but... Sure. I mean, that's a, that's a play. <laughs> Star Wars. It's, it's a, a Western. It is. Space Western. Yeah. I'll give you that. So, anything else you want to add? I mean, this is an Oscar movie, so I feel like whenever we get here, we have to kind of stop talk about it. it just makes sense it wouldn't make sense if we were just like ah oh, we're gonna watch single white female and then just not talk about the movie that won best picture won best director like you said yeah you know it's it's a cinematic masterpiece it would be kind of shitty to be like ah and like next year sad yeah that's the point i'm always you... rooting for the horses too that's the other thing i just yeah you know i mean again if there's just one western to see this is it it really is just the evolution. It, it gives you a real full story. Fully fleshed out characters. I enjoy it. It's I not... like that. What did I like? I like 310 to Yuma. I think that was my favorite. Yeah. Everyone disagreed. Everyone thought it was a bad Western. Yeah. I um, I was entertained by it. Yeah. Sometimes they get all the people together that you like. So then you can kind of enjoy the Western. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it's just the good actors. Yeah. Like I got Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah. I got. Burr. Burr. <laughs> I got, Christian I... Burr. And Clint Eastwood. Christian Bale. <laughs> going on you know you just want to get behind it but who I else think was in that uh russell crowe yeah who was the other guy i almost who, said the guy ha- who has the face who was again a badass dude there you go russell crowe's a badass dude oh and the other guy with the with the ben bl- foster he's really good oh shit full circle okay okay why is sorry it, why is it full circle we watched butterfly effect and he was in that he actually wasn't oh shit you said was he mistaken. was mistaken I was mistaken. He was not Butterfly. We did just watch that movie. Well, I guess we're going to have to cut this. No, I think that's all my. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny because we watched Butterfly Effect and then Singles and then we were like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it actually makes it pretty good. But again, we had just seen Unforgiven. So. We did just see Unforgiven. So far of all the movies I think we've talked about, is Unforgiven my favorite movie as a kid? At this time, no. Did you even not, see it as a kid at this time? You know, I think all the, like, next year for sure, I know Gettysburg. I, I think a lot of these movies were, like were on in the background, and I don't think that my parents really, like, screened. Like, if something, like, it was one of those things where if you're sitting there and, like, Clint Eastwood's just, like, talking to Gene Hackman and nothing's happening, like, they wouldn't care. But then, like, if all of a sudden there was the violence, they'd be like, what are you doing here? Like, get out of here, you know, like, kind of scram. You watched it. I watched it. Like, I'm thinking Gettysburg. I've seen that. But, like, also, I don't know. I feel like Westerns were kind of... 
I feel like the action. It's like, like they were allowed to break the rules that they could show violence and sex, and it was like well, it's a western, you know, like it's an old man movie. It's okay, kind mm-hmm. of like I don't know. At least that's my dad always was watching westerns. They were always on in the house, and I know he probably really wanted me to like them and watch them with him. Oh, huh. and some people do. Some people. Get oh into yeah, it. absolutely. I don't. I think specific genre. I think the idea of a western and that it's a specific like it has a specific formula and. That it plays with the lines of morality. You know what I mean? I actually think that they're really interesting and like a lot of them are really well done and could be totally awesome to study in like a film class. And But just to like sit down and like enjoy a movie, it, it's not for me, you know? It's yeah. very, it's very yellow. But I think that's what guns. makes, I think that's what makes movies great. And I think that's why it's really cool that this movie won this year. Because when I watch it now, it's like an adult. I'm like... Man, that's just a really good movie. Like, I could recognize, like, the really good art behind it as the best part of that genre. Yeah. And the people that like those movies in that genre is the same thing as people that like horror movies. Like, you want to go and be... Ta- you want to have a certain emotion. You want to have a certain feeling. You want to enjoy a specific subset. And you want to see the best of it. And you keep going back as you're looking. And it's like, with me, I, I can't see another Western and be like, ah, like, Unforgiven doesn't exist. It's just really that good. Yeah. It's just like, it's just a perfect, you're like, it's perfect. Perfect movie. Where you're like, it's just like whether you like the genre or not, you just have to re- recognize that it's good. Yeah. You cannot enjoy uh, watching something and still understand It's like Titanic, why people like it, you know? Like Titanic is the perfect blockbuster movie. Right? How do you know you, you won't watch it? I don't, I don't want to see it. I don't need to see it. I know what happens. It's fine. Can I give you a hot take? Yeah. I've seen it once. And that was enough. I, 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 and I know, I know people are just going to stop listening to this because of that, you know? I don't think well, so. I don't know. But people love that movie. But like, yeah, I saw it. I mean, everyone knows he dies and it's just kind of like, me. I don't know. But it's a thing. And I think that that won all the Academy Awards too. So maybe by then I'll have to watch it. Oh shit. But it's a thing that like, oh, maybe I won't, maybe I'll pull what this is. I'll make you watch it. But, like, mm. that movie that year... Hey, I watched Unforgiven, so you would have to watch it. That movie that year, I do remember just everybody seeing it, seeing it, like, multiple times. Like, lots of people. Like, and it appealed to a broad swath of people. So it's just one of those things that you're like, man, when you recognize a summer blockbuster, it's like, I know that, obviously, Avengers and these other movies, the box office numbers get inflated a little, and they've seen them. I've seen them. Seen them multiple times. I enjoy them. Like, all the kind of superhero stuff that we have now that just... Keeps breaking box office records, but I mean, nothing captures anything like what Titanic was. Like it was wild. Wasn't it was there... wild for just a. It was just a movie. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't this like you know the Avengers was like the culmination of twenty movies and like now all these other movies and Star Wars and all these different things that are coming in all these other properties. It's like this was literally a fucking movie. This wasn't Harry Potter seven, right? Where everybody had been waiting for the ending. This is a fucking movie. And it's I wild. Orchestra. Wild. My nerdy ass was in orchestra, and we um played "My Heart Will Go On." Yes. Yeah. As like you know, in the the concert or whatever. What was the theme song to the Avengers mm-hmm. Endgame? Exactly. But you knew "My Heart Will Go On." Mm-hmm. That song was everywhere. That song was on the radio all the fucking time. I remember they'd always play the little commercial. Yeah, it's like stuck in my head now because I... Yeah, you just I, said it and you it's, said it's Titanic, playing in my head. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, they would turn on the commercial and they'd have, like, the... You know, because back then they used to have on Sundays... 
uh, I mean, they still have like extra and stuff like that now, but I think it's more like they're looking for different kinds of people, but they used to have like, like more, more influencers and stuff like that. But they used to have like upcoming movie previews. So they would like have little snippets with yes. like the actor where it would be yes. like, like they'd be at a press junket. So it'd be like entertainment weekly, like at a press junket. And it, I just can see like the Titanic poster in the background and like Kate talking about it and mm-hmm. Leo talking about it. And then just a song would come on over it. And like every like weekend when they talk about the box office, like, yo, they won again. And they would just mm-hmm. play the song. And it was just yeah. everywhere. It was, it was always on it TV. It was everywhere. It was everywhere. And it's like. That's, it was I near and it was far. Yeah. It literally was at wherever you are. I mean, it's wild. That movie. It's it's funny to even talk about it now, especially in this context, because like Unforgiven is just considered like this amazing Western, but like most people would be like, it's dark. No, I feel you like know? wasn't there part of that movie that I was like, listen, just tell me when the, I don't even remember what happened, but I think I left the room and like was like, just tell me when this part's over because it was so dark and it was like I just I was dying, like I I couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean I think when he's like torturing morgan freeman a hundred percent that's when it was oh. yeah i love i couldn't do it yeah it's too so much so good just just the whole that that whole movie's good yeah. and then so again, good torture you know then go into the titanic tangent it's like that's <laughs> pe- people keep trying to just make like a standalone movie like that even avatar avatar is wild i don't think it was as wild as titanic because people that were really into avatar were into avatar the thing about but like avatar everybody was into titanic everybody's that... parents saw it grandparents saw it everybody fucking saw it. yeah but avatar was like a whole visual experience did you see it and did you see Mm -hmm. it 3d in the imax no i didn't see it okay so it you didn't see it then you had to see it because it was made for 3d and when you saw it in 3d and i wasn't it 3d i think it was imax no it was just imax you're right hi i'm just gonna no no falsities but i've seen like i've seen it i know how like good it is i didn't i don't think i don't think i i don't think i saw it in the theater though i've seen it i saw it in imax and you're right, I don't think it was 3D. But I remember, it wasn't 3D. remember there was a whole thing that like people were getting like Avatar depression after seeing it because the world isn't as beautiful as th- that movie, especially if you're seeing it in the movie theater in IMAX. Like I do remember that. We, and I still, to this day, I could not tell you if it was real or not. I believe it was real. I read like I a whole article. Yeah, I don't know. But um, I, I'm that was, that's a thing. When did, <laughs> when did that shit come out? In the 2000s, right? Like probably 2007. Shit. That's my guess. I'm going to look Guess it up. on Avatar. I'm going to say 2008, oh. 2009. Because I think Avatar comes up and then like swallows Batman Batman Begins. And then the Dark Knight is like the thing that like people start talking about next. And maybe that's like 2009. Yeah, there you go. And then was the Dark Knight 2014 or 2012? Dark Knight? Yeah. Was before us so i'd say the dark knight the one with like heath ledger yeah that was like 2012 google that 2008 google it I'm telling you it was like two this was 2009 2008 oh wow but no because i remember where i worked so then it went from this so okay when heath ledger died and i remember that this was coming out so i know that it was around that time and i know that i didn't so, that we were not together so right but what happened in the pop culture with that then was it was just like the dark knight was this huge movie and he fledger died and then he won the oscar and it was like i think it was like the, had the most money and then avatar broke its record like destroyed it it was like avatar got like double that was like the next big movie was avatar after there was like i was i was like it was either before or after right after unforgiven then we get avatar yeah i mean there's a bunch of other good movies in between <laughs> 
bunch of shit in between. Which which I, I think I'd also ride or die then as we're talking about these movies too. Then it's uh-huh. like, well, Avatar is probably the best like sci-fi movie ever, right? And then Dark Knight's probably the best like comic book movie. You think Avatar is the best sci-fi movie probably. ever? Probably. If you're just going to go by like money and how much people liked it and stuff. Created all those I guess if worlds. you're talking about money. Allegedly, there's another one coming out in December. Like, if that just does crazy money and stuff, if it's good. Like, you wouldn't think Alien? No. I, well, I mean, it's the same guy. So, it really doesn't Is matter. it? It's Ridley Scott. I don't, know. I don't know anything about things. Or not, no, James Cameron. What am I saying? Ridley Scott. No, it's James Cameron, who also did Titanic. So, again, oh. you can say whatever you want about any of those things. He did all of them. I think Avatar was the most visually outstanding sci-fi movie that oh. i've seen again and not my genre so like for you know i mean i felt like i was in that world yeah and that's what sci-fi needs to do that's the first thing needs, especially new sci-fi like anything that's not an old property like it needs to make you feel like you're in this whatever ver- vision this character this director has yeah that's supposedly all that fun. that ride in disney is wild the avatar ride i know i want to go on it sometime but we've digressed from unforgiven you know we're now talking about disney we've gone down a very decent rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do because this is a special month. This is a special month. This, I mean, listen, the month is technically over. Right. So you're getting a bonus at the end because we had to talk <laughs> yes. about the Academy yeah. Awards. There was no choice. We had to talk about it because, because you can't let it happen. Because the movie that we were prepared to talk about. We're ready. We're going to be double ready. Because oh so December ready. next year. Get ready. Watch singles. December Get next it. year. We're actually going to have a. Like Schindler's List, I think. I think Schindler's List comes out next year. And I'm going to tell you, hot take, we recently saw that. And I'm not going to see it I again. think that what we should do in the future, hmm. maybe a special um, Academy Award movie episode. Because we can't do Schindler's List in December. No. We have to do a Christmassy type movie. But how many months are there in a year? Are you really asking me that? Or you, yeah. Do you think I don't know, or is it that you don't know, or do you think our view, our listeners don't know? I'm asking. I you, it's a real I'm question. I'm asking you because I have a math question for you. Eleven. How many months are in a year? Fourteen. Months in a year. Sixteen. <laughs> this is a real thing. This I'm, is really stupid that you're asking me. This. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give you a real answer. Okay, there's 12 months in a year. Mm. And then there's 12 episodes, one for each month. 12 times 4 is 48. There's still some extra weeks. Oh. Are you trying to say that some months have five Fridays? Correct. So that next year when we actually do real Friday drops, we can put an extra... We can do an Oscar we special. We can do an Oscar special. Yeah. That's a good idea. Or a year-end review or whatever it is and have a whole conversation. We for, could just do... this, it could be an Oscar You know what special. we could do? We could do a special... I'm glad we're brainstorming on the podcast. We could do a special. Huh. Like an award special where we do Oscar, we do an Emmy, we and we do the music, the, the Grammy. So we could do all three in, an Oscar, in like a special award episode. For each one. One no. for each category. Like one episode for all three. Oh, I was thinking one of the four extra episodes. We can do one of all of them. 
be like, this is the Emmy. So these were the best TV shows. So when we talk about them, when we get to whatever time period, you yeah. Know, well, yeah, because we could just talk about the yeah. I guess we could just the best TV shows, and you could talk about the best movies, and the, and then this would this is that show. There you go, brainstorming. <sighs> that was tough. A lot of heavy lifting talking about Unforgiven without having seen it immediately, but I really enjoyed it. I'm glad that you watched it, mm-hmm. and you can add it to your back pocket. I'm glad that we brainstormed the next twenty years. <laughs> we can just argue about about it later. You know? But the other couple movies that did come out this month, Leaving Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Honeymoon in Vegas. Honeymoon in Vegas. Yep. You sure it's not Leaving Las Vegas? Yeah. Honeymoon in Vegas. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I always get <laughs> I'm the, never going to trust you ever again. I always get the two of them confused. And I know that, like, isn't Nicolas Cage in, like, both of them? Or one of them? I haven't seen either, and I keep thinking One that of them has, like, I skydiving con- Elvises, right? I've never seen either. I also get them confused. Like, I just get it confused. Like... I, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's Honeymoon in Vegas. Is it The Hangover? I think that's, like, the... And that's what, the Las Vegas movie I know. Leaving Las Vegas. And Honeymoon in Vegas. <sighs> oh, man. You know, I wish that there were some good, like comedies coming out yo bruno mars was little elvis what yo i'm also not in honeymoon in vegas what is happening leaving las vegas is nicholas cage is a 1995 american drama film based on an autobiography of the same name starring nicholas cage as a suicidal alcoholic in los angeles and he's also in yes, Honeymoon Yes, isn't that the one Vegas. where he, like, wakes up and he's, like, drinking alcohol? Like, he's drinking bottles of, like, vodka in the shower? Yes. Yeah. That's what I keep thinking that Honeymoon in Vegas is. But I, then I'm like, no, it's not. Honeymoon in Vegas stars Nicolas Cage and Sarah Jessica Parker. And he's like... Carrie? It's, yes. It's like a comedy, I think. Oh. Fun. American romantic comedy film. Also James Caan, Pat Morita. Bruno Mars as Little Elvis. Oh, no, we should have watched. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a funny movie. It says, is it, is it mute? There, there's a musical with a book. I, it's silly. So, yeah. Honeymoon in Vegas. Actually, maybe maybe we'll squat in and, and watch that next month. We'll see yeah, if maybe. we can put it in. We can find it on a streaming service because it does seem like a fun movie. I, again, always get confused with Leaving Las Vegas so where I'm like, I. I do not want to watch this. I think at the end of Honeymoon in Vegas, though... I've never seen Leaving Las Vegas, but I've seen clip, like bits and pieces. I know he dies at the end of that, right? Oh, Jesus. Spoiler. No, I didn't know. I have no idea. I think that was like the thing. I know he's like a really, really, really like a bad wild alcoholic. alcoholic. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. But then we have Single White Female. Do you mm. want to tell me what this movie is about? This is Just a movie. A yes. Okay, yes. This is so a movie. So, this is, this is, I'm, you, you can ask me. Five questions before you guess. So if you want to ask a question, oh, this is you're making you're overcomplicating this for me, right? I'm not. Maybe you want to know like, no, I, what I, is it considered? Maybe you want to know like who's I, in it. No. Okay. So what is it about? I do want. Okay. So like I've never seen this, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the gist, or maybe I've seen bits and pieces, is that there's a um. There's a female, and she's single, mm-hmm. and also she's white, mm-hmm. and she puts out a classified ad mm-hmm. in the newspaper to find 
a mate. Wow. And do you, are you going to correct me the whole time no. or you want me to just tell no, you? No, keep thing? going. So, okay. So I'm just going to really go crazy with this because I'm just going to make shit up. So she finds a man. Um, we're going to call him Ted. And Ted's ex also sees the ad and realizes that Ted has responded to the ad and then becomes obsessed with the single white female and befriends her in a befriending type way to get close to her so then she kind of like is so obsessed with her that she tries to like steal her identity and then she cuts her hair short and blonde and like the original single white female did and tries to kill her and then the original girl acts like in defending her own life kills the crazy girl i'm sorry if you go back like 10 seconds so what about uh the hair and the wife and the girl the crazy girl the ex or the crazy girl whatever befriends the the girl that posted in the classified for an ex-girlfriend i'm gonna tell you for someone that has no idea you did a pretty good job really yes you're wrong but (laughs) when i tell you right so one lady breaks up there's a blonde bob in this movie i know that one lady breaks up with the manses, mm-hmm. right? Boom, break up, or he breaks up with her. She puts an ad in the classified that she's looking for like a single white female as a roommate. Oh, okay, so it's not. So it's close. So I guess that the the new roommate probably dates her ex or something. So the new roommate is crazy and had like a twin that died. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh wow, this is really going places I didn't, yeah. I didn't foresee. So she like, she like projects like that the the new roommate is like her twin that she's got to like take care of. So oh. then she, so like the the X Man's trying to get back with the original lady, but then she like deletes his voicemails. Then eventually she kills him, kills oh. another guy, oh. and then the single white female gets killed. Oh, by Bridget Fonda, like the original person. Like the main person that put in the ad, so she loses her husband and has to kill the the the. But the original Jennifer person kills. Yes, the, crazy the original person. person makes it out at the end, but everybody's dead, all because she put an ad in the classified. So you know what it's like. It's kind of like the hand that rocks the cradle a little. Like it's well, a wild ass movie. No, seriously. So that's why I'm like when you were saying it. I'm I like, actually Wait. I wanted to watch it because I've never seen it. So that was going to be my vote for a movie that we watched this month. But it was kind um, of like the hand that rocks the cradle. So that's why I was going to be like, Wait, did you just narrate the end of the hand that rocks the cradle? Because and you kind of did. And I'm like, Well, you kind of got that part right. That like one person had to get back and kill a, the other crazy a person. Short blonde haircut. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I remember the haircut too. So you actually kind of had it. So, but. You really, I was really trying to get on that. You, it was pretty close. I oh. actually couldn't, like, what you were saying is kind of the end of what I was reading. Yeah, I had no, like, I thought it so was, I was like, more oh, of, like... wait, you're reading, and I was like, she's killing, and whatever. I'm like, oh, this, I, I'm like, are you, like, <laughs> like, I thought that you were saying one thing at the top, then veering. So then I, if I didn't pay attention, you were going to bring it back with the actual so, like, thing. You I actually were starting I zagged when like, I should have zagged, but I was close to the... But you were closer at the I end. I was close to, to the line. Yeah. Like, in the beginning... Yeah. I didn't know there was, I mean, that changes everything. That there's a, um, a, a twin. A twin, I know. It's a very weird... That sucks. Did you do your twin movie already? Fuck. Yeah, I did Skeleton Twins. Yeah. 
I should have done this. Yeah, that would have been fun. That would have been fun. Damn. I wish I could rewind life sometimes. Does anyone have any laughs? No, I think the... This is our movie club. I think the last twin movie is next week, and I think it's Big Daddy. Hmm. Because he... Did my sister do one? Yes. No. She didn't. We should steal it. Anyway. Single wife email. Any hoodles. <laughs> Any hoodles. What does that even mean? <laughs> you an owl? <laughs> Point being, uh, I, yeah, you really... You were like... That was alright. It was close. I kind of knew the gist of like one crazy bitch trying to like take over another crazy girl's life. You know what it, I mean? It it's like you were playing soccer and somebody kicked you the ball. You weren't the goalie. You grabbed the ball and ran away. <laughs> but then like you realized that you had to actually play soccer so you accepted the foul and then started like going like you were about to score a goal. I was like, wait. Yeah. Did you just rope your wild story into being one woman being crazy to kill the other one because they so have I to kinda, be crazy because that was a 90s trope. Like, women just yeah. had to be, like, crazy. They, oh, yeah, of course, they like, all have to be wildly so crazy. Wild crazy. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. Women they just get so hysterical. Single white female. A classified ad for <laughs> our roommate. Yeah. <laughs> close. Yay. They were close. We did it. Instead of a classified ad for a uh, man. <laughs> I mean, it happens, you know. You know what's wild? Was she, though, like, seeking another single white female? Because that would be pretty racist. Or was she just a single white female searching for a female roommate? I think it was just that she was a single white female searching for... Or maybe she was looking for a single white female roommate. I mean, it was the 90s. Let your racism flags fly. (laughs) One way. Yeah, I mean, that's what I thought. And I'm like, ah, but I mean, like, I guess... I don't know. I mean, she could be. And, And... I think it's more the tagline and the idea than anything else. I mean, maybe people were doing that, but if you really think, like, when I said this to you, that's what you thought, but it was not what you thought at all. You were like, oh, this is like a clat. Oh, this is like a really, it's a thriller. Well, I knew it was a thriller. That right. I knew there was a, I knew there was murder. But you thought, I think maybe going into it, you thought that maybe the twist was like, you know. Although, actually, no. I'm going to take it back. In no way did you think this was about her looking for a man because Mm-mm. every one of the trailers that I remember that would be on, I do remember them as a kid, they would oh. always have the two women. Yeah. But I thought maybe she was looking for, whatever. I thought maybe she went on a date with an ex of this woman and, you know, I don't know. Anyway. And the rice cradle. Any hoodles. So. <laughs> you like that? You like hoodles? I think we did pretty good for our first effort first run at an academy awards type episode sure we did not do very well with categories we did not do very well with no. anything other than rambling about unforgiven right we can't even ramble about honeymoon in vegas because we well you already looked it up it's about elvis um yes and there's, there's isn't there like skydiving elvises i don't i've never seen it i think skydiving nuns <laughs> or something is wild but i didn't i thought it was leaving las vegas I'm like, I don't want to watch that. So. You ready? Yes. Little FMK. End your evening. You have you have some choices. Oh, God. Christian Stewart. Kanye West. And Susan Boyle. Ugh. 
No. Can I just say, I'm going to marry Kristen Stewart. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. So do you, mm. do you take one for the team? Mm. And get rid of, you know, the super crazy? That's, that's a choice. Or do you, or do you eliminate poor Susan Boyle? Like, do I, like how good of a person do I want to be here? You know what I mean? I'm going to make this choice simple enough for you. Okay. Kristen Stewart and I are going to have a fun and wonderful evening. Jesus Christ, who are you marrying? I am going to wed Susan Boyle. And I'm going to say goodbye to Kanye. Like, I think that... <laughs> I don't... Why? So... Why wouldn't you just marry Kristen Stewart? Because Kristen Stewart... Are you being respectful of the fact? It's very complex. Okay. And at this point, you know, she's made her life choices. And I feel like it's one of those things that, you know what? She would never really be happy with me. I know that I can never satisfy her. She had the Pattinson. <laughs> that wasn't enough. Like, her, her heart went in different directions. She, I, I, I think I, that she prefers the ladies, right? That's it. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there's can't... just no... There's just no... She prefers whatever person she wants. And there's no way I can, I can fulfill that for a lifetime. And I feel like, you know, Susan Boyle, like... There's an age difference. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's got money. I don't know. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Just, I'm just saying, it's a terrible game. We all game. have money, I this feel This is a terrible like. game, you know? This is a terrible this game. This is a terrible game. Because, okay, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to be a bad person, mm. we're going to get rid of Susan Boyle. Okay, Because, like, I don't know. That would be a story, right? I mean, you know, again. But, as a good person, I would get rid of Kanye. But either way, I'm marrying Kristen Stewart. The old, and, and see again that the, the thing with Conway, Conway, Conway. Kanye, <laughs> Kanye. If I chose to keep him, it's it's pretty clear that like, if he catches feelings. Oh yeah. He's I don't. Ne- he's never gonna. He's never gonna leave you alone. I think in our exchange, our one night together, like. Your dalliance. He's, yeah, our dalliance. Like he's the narcissist in our situation. I don't think Kanye is going to fall for me. I don't have any... No, 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 no. I'm saying if you chose to marry him... Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He may then, you know... Because we've seen. It's a little it's a little rough. It's a little dicey. Yeah. A little, little dice. little dice. little little dice. <laughs> Rolling the dice. And then you're like, okay, so now you have a choice. Do you want to, you know... And so I respect your decision. Yeah. I, um, I'm just like... I'm going to play this game only as a bad person, I think. Because it's The only way to play way. this game. Yeah. Because I'm going to play this game and be like, y'all, like, I'm good, Kanye. Because Kanye basically thinks that he's, you know, fucking... He's the fucking shit, right? He thinks that. Mm-hmm. So. And if... Let's see, because... You know, again, I mean, I just feel like... Out of all of this, if I marry Kristen Stewart, it's not going to work out well. It's not. We can have fun. But then that's it. Yeah. She seems cool, though. I saw her... Um, she seems very cool. I saw No, I heard her, I think, on a podcast. Was it? 
Yeah, I think I heard her on a podcast, and she seemed really cool. I was like, oh. Well. She seems great. Yeah. I think I think we've said her a lot. Her and uh, Robbie Pads, I think, are still friends. Yeah, I think we said a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think we might be <laughs> we maybe said too much. We definitely said too much. <laughs> we played our game of FMK. I think we're going to have to edit. There'll be a little bit of editing when we get here. I think I'm staring at a time stamp of 45 minutes. You figure, like... <laughs> <laughs> this may come out as a 30 minute podcast i don't even know or oh might not or but maybe we'll just fucking let it fly but you do need to keep keep in this one section though about us de- debating so at least we have a vague idea so debating what the fmk or if we're gonna edit or not the time like how, oh. how long how long it'll actually be okay. so <laughs> we will be back next week music september we're here a lot of tv shows good movies we already saw singles, so we're ready for that. I think the VMA Awards. We have to figure out if they're going to be part of music or part of TV. Part three. Oh, my God. Well, it was popping there. I don't know. We'll be back. We're excited about September, and we're excited about the back next few school. months. I know. September, October, November. Some really good months. There you go. There's really your month stuff. rundown. And guess what? Then comes December. Then it ends with our December finale. <laughs> this next one. And then we're going to start all over again. January. Little Febs. A little March. <laughs> wow. That's how the months go. <laughs> I mean, there's 12 of them. <laughs> Leaving 48 episodes. And four secret episodes. <laughs> so thank you for coming to the closet tonight. It appears that uh, Jen has hit the wacky tobacco a little too much. So we're going to we're gonna head out. But. I can't stop. As always. Oh, we are. Oh, God. Becky left the chat. You can follow us at <laughs> at BLC underscore pod on Twitter. You're the one who does the Twitter. Yes, that's it. That's it. You're looking at me, but that's it. Um, we're also at BLC Mixtapes on Instagram. We are at Gmail waiting for your email. <laughs> <laughs> Becky left the chat at Gmail. Is that like a, is that a slogan? <laughs> at gmail i think we need to wrap this up oh man also those names they're all gonna change soon subject to change subject to change because we didn't think it through enough why you can still change the name of your show and have the same email well i'm just saying that like our our socials are probably gonna change soon but come follow them now because they're going to change they're gonna evaporate they're gonna change with you with the months, at some point they'll change. They'll change with the followers and with the months. You won't mm. even know it's happening until boom, it just happens. Blah. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm out. Bye. Bye.